Hey girl, welcome to Kinsco World, the online playground for boss babe entrepreneurs like you. Here in this realm, we're all about bringing your dream business to life. Let's get to it. Hi guys, I am coming to you live from the guest bedroom in my house that is technically Morgan, my assistant's bedroom and sister. I sometimes will just say my assistant and then I think people sometimes think the relationship is weird. I posted, she, I've gotten so many videos of her crying lately. It's so funny because she's not like really the type of person who cries a lot. I don't think maybe she's just coming into her womanhood, but I got a video of her crying. It was actually like a month ago because if you haven't seen it, you should go to my Instagram and watch my Morgan highlights. I have a whole highlights dedicated to her, but she was literally bawling. And I must say I was provoking her because I could tell that she was, it's, I mean, it's just like a stupid older sister teasy thing. I was being mean and I was telling you we were going to stay at this Airbnb for the retreat that was like so bougie, but it was very like classic southern vibes not her vibes at all and not my vibes really at all. <laughs> but I just kept saying like no this is where we're gonna stay it's so nice it has a lot of rooms and she literally started like bawling about it and it was so funny multiple people were responding things like what like what the heck why is she crying like very judging her <laughs> in the situation and then somebody actually responded and said and it's so funny it's like our favorite thing to say now but they said so many people would like kill to work for you and like she's crying over this this beautiful room that you guys could stay in which if you were the person who wrote that you probably just didn't understand that we were sisters <laughs> you also didn't understand our relationship and the relationship I have with all of my sisters so anyways we always joke about it now whenever Morgan complains about anything it's like so many people would kill to have that job I don't know <laughs> it's just funny but anyway she's my sister if you don't know that but she was going to move in to my house um, once she graduated, but she has a boyfriend and like she doesn't really want to move yet. And I don't really care, to be honest. I would love to have her live with me, but I'm okay if she lives half and half the time. But I'm recording in her room. Um, and I was just thinking about how funny it is. <laughs> like every single time I start recording an episode, I'm always like, oh, I'm in my car. I'm in here. I'm in my bed. I'm blah, blah, blah. And there's other people who have podcasts that it's like, hi, coming to you live from blah, blah, blah. And it's like this cool place. I don't know why I feel like I need to update you which room in my house I'm coming to you from. But my other sister, my youngest sister is actually staying with me right now. And she's like obsessed with Outer Banks. I just got her started on watching it. I've watched most of Outer Banks. I watched like the first three and the last two episodes or the last three episodes. I didn't watch the middle ones just because I fell asleep and my sisters literally stayed up all night watching it. But I got my other sister started on it because she's been staying with me for the past week and a half or two weeks and she's staying with me till I get my puppy in a week which I'm so excited for and I was like I need to record a podcast episode but she was watching it in my room and so she was like hey maybe you should actually use your podcast mic for better sound qualities and you're gonna be recording in there which is so funny because she she's like a music person like she has like multiple albums that's like her thing she's like really good at producing music and just making music and all that stuff so like the sound quality the fact that I record my podcast on my phone it just really bums her out but something about like having a microphone in front of me it just feels ingenuine I don't know what it is about it but I don't like it and when I record on my phone I just think 
the ideas channel through easier. And then I can like freaking lay on this bed and I'm not having to make sure I'm staying the right amount from the microphone or whatever. Just makes it easier. I don't have a good excuse for it. <laughs> Except to say that professionality is not a part of my brand if that is not apparent to you yet. But actually, this kind of has to do exactly with what I wanted to talk about on today's podcast episode. So the things I want to tell you today are five reasons that I should not be successful. So what I mean by this is this isn't just going to be me hating on myself and even me talking about some of these things you might be like, oh, like only speak kind words, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm not insecure about all of these things. I used to be, I used to be really like feeling like I would never be able to be successful if I did these things. And once I accepted that these are parts of me, these are the ways that like I function and embraced it instead of trying to run from it. That's when my business hit a new level of growth. When I could accept the fact that I didn't have to do the things that make you quote unquote successful to be successful, right? It's okay if I record my podcast on my phone. It's okay if I don't have notes for every single training that I'm going into. It's okay if I surrender to the flow of who I am and how I function best. So the big thing that I want you to take from this episode is those parts of you that you keep telling yourself, oh, maybe I should be more like this. Maybe it's the opposite for you. Maybe you're like, I'm too organized and I can't get into the flow of intuition. Embrace your organization. Embrace that side of things, right? I think it's so funny because the things to me that I feel insecure about that I'm like, I'm not as much this way. Somebody else who is those parts, they're going to feel insecure that they're not as much like me. It's so ridiculous how we do that. Instead of just accepting the fact that we are accepting the way that we work and moving forward with that is our strengths, right? So I've come up with five things. I'm probably going to think of more things (laughs) as I'm talking. And I actually do have notes this time. I wrote the five things down. I wrote them on an old bill from my credit card company. It's like how J.K. Rowling wrote the first chapter of Harry Potter on a napkin. It's like the same thing, but I'm writing notes for my podcast on an old bill. It's really cute and like inspiring. (laughs) Okay, so the first thing is... I hate waking up early and this thought about myself, this, this thing that I've known that I haven't tried to fight for a long time, probably the past year, I've stopped trying to fight it. It got triggered when I was reading, I was reading a random article on Pinterest and it just said, I was, I didn't even click into it. It was just like the graphic on it. And it said, uh, it said something and it was so, I wish I still had it to show. I almost took a picture of it post on my stories, but I was like, I need to go into this more than just a story post. It said like, All successful people wake up early because they're able to get more things done. If you want to learn how to wake up earlier, click this link. And it was like some obviously promoing something. But the fact that it just so blatantly said with certainty and nothing to back that up, that all successful people woke up early, it just made my blood boil. Because to me, I hate feeling like I have to be up by a certain time I hate feeling like I have to be somewhere feeling like I have to rush feeling like I have to like get up early to get stuff done and it's this whole idea that I'm really reworking right now in myself that we have to get more done to be more successful right that we have to do all the things and send all the emails and do all this stuff and we need to get up three hours earlier because that means three more hours of work time the past week I've had like a lot on my plate and more than I usually like to I 
I did some things that I said I would never do again because I had free time instead of just surrendering to the free time. And now it's like a whole thing where I'm like, well, shit, I took on too much and blah, blah, blah. It's like a thing that is not the best right now. But it's reminded me that when I have more to do, I, first of all, usually don't get more done. Like it reaches a level of overwhelm where I get nothing done. And number two, it doesn't create more success in my business. The months or the weeks and months, I guess, where I've done the least and I focused on the things that I love to do, that's where I've had the most success. It's not because I had a shit ton of stuff going on. And it's not because I said yes to a bunch of things I didn't really want to say yes to just because I was like, well, I have the time, right? And so this idea that you have to wake up at a certain time to be successful is so stupid. And it honestly doesn't make any sense. If you want to wake up at 10 a.m. and go to bed at 3 a.m., you have the exact same amount of hours in your day that somebody who wakes up at 6 a.m. but goes to bed at 11 p.m right like you literally have the same amount of hours in your day so I'm so sick of people saying that like that has to be a precursor to your success is you have to start waking up early it's so stupid if you want to stay up late to work on the things stay up late to work on the things honestly my work day is usually a work like a couple hours in the afternoon after I've had a really slow morning I like to take my mornings nice and easy and then I work a couple hours at night And I don't try to force, like, I'm working this time. I'm not working during this time. Like, I just work when the flow comes through, when I'm ready to write the email, when I'm ready to do the Instagram caption, whatever. And so that's the first reason, like, a lot of people would say, you do not run on a schedule and you do not wake up early. You should not be successful. Not true. Not true at all. Okay, the next thing. I really really suck at keeping commitments like I really do and to be honest this is one of those things I'm not insecure about it I like am very self-aware about it but I do wish I could change this a little bit because I I I still am not to the place where I'm like totally accepting of the fact that I am bad at keeping commitments this is everything from going out with friends making plans to hang out with friends making plans to be on someone's podcast or have me on their podcast. I've literally like basically stopped doing interviews. There's a couple more than I may end up doing, but it's literally hard for me and my soul to keep commitments. And as a business owner, that should be all you do, right? Like you have commitments, you have things you have to do to people. I have courses I need to do and videos I need to train and I need to, um, like go live and have Q and A's and whatever. And that's one of the things that I really struggle with. And so I've built my business in a way that I don't have to have a ton of commitments, right? I don't, I maybe will have a few group calls every single month and I have a few clients that I'm like obsessed with. So I'm excited to go hang out with them and see them and, you know, them update me on their business and us to work on it that way. But commitments where I feel lukewarm about and I'm not freaking busting through my bra (laughs) excited to do it. I do not keep those and I'm not interested in keeping those. And again, this is one of those things that I'm not totally okay with because I just think the programming of society is like, 
if someone cancels on you, it means they don't like you or they don't like you as a friend or they don't respect your business or whatever. And it's like, sometimes I just want to cancel because I want to cancel. And so reworking that in my mind and getting more comfortable with the fact that that's okay and building my business so that I don't have to have a ton of commitments, right? That's where the magic is for me. Now for you, you might like having commitments. You might like having strategy. You might like having structure. This is where, this is not me saying, hey, you should sleep in. You should not have any commitments. This is just me (laughs) showing how I am and the way that I've structured my business so that these things that most people would say, oh, you need to change these parts about yourself if you want to be successful. I'm saying, no, fuck it. Like, I don't, I don't want to have a ton of commitments in my business. That's like, sounds like the very worst thing in the world. Okay. Next thing. I am painfully introverted slash I have pretty bad social anxiety. And this is again, something that I have accepted and I don't feel insecure about it, but I still have to remind myself that it's okay. Like there, I think there's a different level of like, sorry, I have to readjust. (laughs) I have to sit up now. My back is creaking. Um, there's, there's a level of self-acceptance and versus like just being self-aware and all of these things I'm self-aware of. And I think that's the first step of taking accountability for your business and taking accountability for the role you're playing is saying, okay, I actually know I'm bad at keeping commitments. I know I'm really painfully introverted. And then the next level is self-acceptance where you're not trying to change that. And so I think with my introverted thing, I I haven't tried to change it too much, but there will still be times where I see somebody at like a big conference and I, in the back of my mind, I'm like, should I be networking more? Should I be like going out there and talking to people and meeting people? And again, just back with the commitments thing too, like, should I be being on more podcasts? Should I be spreading myself that? way no because that sounds like the fucking worst like the idea of having a bunch of networking events coming up and being on podcasts where I don't like I all of a sudden have to plan my day to be able to show up and talk to those people that I don't really want to talk to those people I'm only mostly just want to talk to my people and attract the people through me being in my power being in my authenticity then just attract people to my page I don't have to be on podcasts to attract people to what I'm doing right but that's a shift that's a shift I have to make most people would say that it's easier for somebody who's extroverted to be successful not true at all not true at all. Maybe it's easier for an extroverted person if they believe that, right? If somebody who naturally wakes up early believes that because they wake up early, they're going to be more successful, they're going to be more successful. But me, I believe that the fact that I haven't woken up to an alarm in the past probably six months, I probably literally set an alarm maybe five times the entire past year. And to me, when I wake up and I have nowhere to go, I feel like this is success. And I'm successful because I get to do that. But that's because I believe it. I could wake up in the morning and be like, oh, I feel like shit. Like, why did I sleep in? I regret this. I should be waking up earlier. I'm not successful because I'm not waking up earlier enough. And then that would be true. I would not be successful because in my mind, I'm thinking that's the truth, that that's how it works. And then I would drag my feet all day and feel guilty and add shame around the fact that my body just wanted to sleep in till 10 right um back to the like I hate waking up early thing um I just feel like that one is such a picturesque like people will try to shame you for not doing that they'll tell you you're not a good entrepreneur because you don't wake up early um 
but I, my grandma died 10 years ago and at her funeral, she was like the type of go-getter hustler lady. She always worked. And during that time, that was like not normal, right? Like most people were stay at home moms and at her funeral, they talked about one of the things that all the kids talked about was the fact that like every single morning she would wake up and get them up to go to school and they would come out and she would be sleeping on the couch again. And I just loved that memory so much that they shared because it gave me hope that like, you don't have to want to wake up in the morning and like be ready to go if you want to be somebody who's successful, right? Um, and just like a little random example, but I think there's so many examples of people who we probably don't know that are not waking up at 6am. We're only hearing about the people who are loudly showing themselves at the gym at 545 in the morning. And like, that's not me. And that's never going to be me. Maybe it will. Maybe one day I'll shift and that'll be fine if I'm doing that out of me wanting to do it instead of feeling like I have to do it to be successful. Okay. Fourth to last one. I am disorganized as crap. <laughs> I am. If any person saw my files on my computer, you would be so stressed out, so completely, absolutely stressed out. And for the longest time as a designer, I always felt like I was going to get in trouble. Like for some reason, in the back of my mind, I was like, if somebody, and I know a lot of this too, is because my mom is a very type A personality, very like, to be honest, like OCD very strict by the rules type of person and so if my mom saw my file organization she would freaking poop her pants because it is a disaster I mean I have names that will like hold certain things but then sometimes I just literally I'm in the flow of designing or creating something or creating something for a course that I'll just literally save it some random place and hope I can find it later like it is absolutely disorganized but guess what the idea of sitting and organizing my files and making time to do something that first of all it sounds like the worst least fun way to spend my time but second of all it it doesn't work for me like I don't work that way I work best when I'm just like oh what was that one thing let me see if I can find it and if I don't find it I recreate it in five seconds like it that just works better for my energy and so instead of fighting that and even instead of because a lot of people are going to say the things that you don't want to do just outsource them how about the things that you don't want to do you just decide to not fuck like to not fuck with it and to not give a fuck about it right like instead of saying oh well now I've got to hire somebody and I'm not available to hire somebody yet to do this thing how about you just decide if you don't care about your bedroom being a mess you let your bedroom being a mess You know, if you really, truly don't care about it, if you don't care about your files being a mess, let your files be a mess. Um, I remember, I think it was Allison James, which if you don't follow her on Instagram, you need to. I love her guts. But she was talking about how she read an article that made her feel like guilty for not meditating. And I think this is so like, this is something that happens in that when you're getting into entrepreneurship and getting to, okay, I want to reach the next level, whatever, we get into wellness stuff. And it feels like if you're not doing all of the things, you shouldn't even be doing any of the things because just people will put so much emphasis on what works for them. And personally for me, when I meditate, it is not the way of closing my eyes, sitting there for 30 minutes, not doing anything. I much more prefer to meditate either when I'm in the flow of something, when I'm in the flow of writing, when I'm in the flow of creating something, when I'm in the flow of making graphics. That feels like my meditating time. That feels like when I'm in the flow and my mind's open to new ideas. But I also like, I have such 
an addiction to staying busy and to looking at things into my phone, like such an addiction to technology that my best form of meditating isn't sitting there for 30 minutes in my living room thinking about how I wish I was setting in looking at Instagram. My form of meditating is taking a shower without my phone or going for a drive or getting a massage, right? <laughs> you can't really be looking at your phone when you're getting a massage or getting a facial. So it's really all about this idea that like to be successful or to be healthy or to, you know, have a good business that there's these certain things you have to do. It's so not far from the truth. I hope that hearing about my chaotic life can help you remember that, can help you realize that it doesn't have to be a certain way. There doesn't have to be a certain way that you have to do these things to be successful. It gets to be however you want it to be. And it's important that you allow it to be how you want it to be, or we keep perpetrating this idea that there's these rules we have to follow. If I ever have kids, the thought of them feeling like they have to do these certain things to be worthy and to have success, it makes my heart hurt. I don't want them to feel that. I don't want them to feel like they have to, you know, wake up at a certain time to be successful. I don't know how I will even be a mother because I'm so rebellious to the school system and to the way it teaches us that, like, you have to be to school by a certain time. And if you're late, you get a tardy. And if you get, like, ah, it just could make my brain explode. I hate it all so much it's so suffocating it is so suffocating and part of that is because of who I am and like I'm a projector and I am a 3-5 profile if you know anything about human design and even like my astrology chart and everything like I'm so rebellious and I just want to have fun and I just want to be able to play and create and because of that, all of those things bring me down so much, which of course there's going to be some people who you thrive under structure. You thrive under having these things set up, but that's not me. And so it's important that you learn, okay, what is me? How do I work best in my business? How can I move my business forward while accepting these parts of me that have been kind of a reality all of my life? So it's not feeling like they're going to change anytime soon. Okay, so the last one is I procrastinate everything. People will tell you, okay, if you're procrastinating, that just means that you need to delegate it or you don't like doing it. Not true. That is not true for me because I can tell you I will procrastinate doing things that I love. I will procrastinate things that I'm really excited about. I just, I, I can't describe it other than I procrastinate things. <laughs> I just do. It's a part of my personality. But because of that, I work so well under pressure. Like there was a night a couple nights ago, I think it was this launch, that I had like nothing done for it. I had a few Instagram captions written, but I didn't have the landing page done. I didn't have, like I had nothing done. And instead of sitting there and staring at my screen for three more hours, cause I'd been staring at it all morning and I just couldn't get myself to do it. I decided, you know what? I could get this done in an hour if I want to. So I'm not going to sit here and try to force myself to do it. I'm going to go get dinner and then come back. And the launch ended up being a little bit late, but guess what? I got it done. And I feel like if I would have sat staring at that screen, forcing myself to do this thing, forcing myself to get the thing done I needed to, I don't think I would have finished it. Being under pressure, having that deadline of like, okay, I got to get it done. I got to get it done. It really produces better work for me. And so the way that I've worked around this is 
setting deadlines for myself within my business. So whether that is me having, and this is hard because it kind of contradicts the fact that I suck at keeping commitments. So it's definitely been a balance, but having a deadline of like, I have to have the video up by this day, instead of saying, I'm going to wait to launch the course till I'm completely done. If I waited to launch a course until all the content was done, I would never have launched a course. I can confidently say that because it would have never been good enough. It would have never been ready. I would have never been ready to like actually push go. And maybe that's, I mean, I like to think that no matter what, I would have gotten courses out there because it's like my love language. (laughs) It's everything I do in my business now is courses. Um, But I still believe it would have taken me so much longer to create this success if I was set on the fact that I need to have this done. And I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it's stressful. Sometimes it's stressful the fact that, okay, I need to film four videos for courses this week. But that's the name of the game. And my, I work better that way. I work better always having like, to me, it doesn't stress me out to know that I have something going on all the time to somebody else. They might like the fact of having it crossed off their list and having it done and being able to move forward. I have fully become, um, what's the word? Not succumb. I've, I've accepted the fact that I'm always going to have a to-do list and that to-do list is never going to be done. And I really believe as an entrepreneur, you kind of have to accept that because there's always going to be more you can do in your business. And if you're telling yourself that you're trying to work to finish that to-do list, you'll be working for the rest of your life. You'll constantly feel like you're working and you'll constantly feel like you're just behind on everything. When in reality, I am behind on everything. (laughs) A lot of the time I'm behind on most things, but guess what? I'm still making money. My clients still make money. My students still make money. And my purpose is to help the people in my community make more money. And so as long as they're doing that, if I'm a day behind to get them something, I'm a day behind to get them something, right? Um, so yeah, <laughs> that's that. Me pouring my heart out about all the things. Actually, most of you probably are like, yeah, no shit. We know this. You're not confessing anything to us. I didn't feel like I was confessing anything. But it's just this idea that because of these things that some people might say, oh, you need to work on this. Oh, you need. And a lot of this happens. And I am so not a parent blamer. Like, blamer. I am not the type of person that says, oh, my problems are because of my parents. It's all the way that we've taken it and carried it with us, right? Because I have other sisters who do not struggle with this at all, who didn't internalize it as much. But I think a lot of these beliefs of who we have to be to be successful, who we have to be to make money, does come from our parents. And so looking at your relationship with your mom or your dad, their relationship with making money and being successful and what they believed you had to do. Even if we just take it deeper and say their beliefs of being worthy, right? My mom, like I remember, and again, this is not anyway hating on my mom. I was very lucky to have very good parents. But in high school, I would sleep until like noon and she would come in and be so like worked up over the fact that I was still asleep and my room was a mess and it was like the world was ending because I I was sleeping and first of all nothing is worse than being woken up with somebody in a frenzy especially somebody like I like slow relaxing mornings but in that time in the back of my head I kind of was like oh maybe I should go to bed earlier because first of all it's gonna make my mom happier it's gonna make my life easier but as even as older kids like I was in high school I wasn't like a baby who didn't know what was going on but I just in my mind I felt like my mom will love me more 
if I wake up early and get the th things done I need to, my mom will love me more if my to-do list is done and I get good grades in school and I do all the things right and I show up and I keep my commitments. Do you feel like how yucky that feels? <laughs> but that's what your inner child is still thinking. That's what your subconscious is thinking is if you do these things, you're going to be worthy of more. You're going to be worthy of more success. You're going to be worthy of more love. When in reality, that's not true. The sooner you can accept the fact that for even just existing as a human, no matter what, no matter what things you're doing or not doing, you're still worthy of creating this success. You just have to show up and believe that you can create it and be committed to it. Not committed to it for a week, not committed to it for three weeks, committed to it straight up for life. Success is what you're focusing on. And this isn't a, in a way where I'm saying success is the most important thing. But to me, success is all the things. If I'm talking about success, I'm talking about success in my relationships, in my friendships, in my family life, in my home life, in my business life. Like I'm talking about success all the way around and pushing to have the best in everything. And not in a way of even saying that almost like triggers something inside of me where it's like, to have the best you got to be the best you got to do the best no it's just not accepting things that you know you are worth more than and it's hard it's scary sometimes seeing things like that you could be like well who am I to think that I'm worth more and it's more important to be humble and selfless and not true whatever you believe in whether you believe in God or universe all-knowing universal consciousness whatever resonates with you when you were created, they wanted you to be able to have everything you want. Everything you want and more, they wanted to give that to you. Think of how, if you have kids, think of how you feel for them. You want them to have everything they want, right? Um, not that it's the same way as all, but like me getting a puppy. I just, I'm having the hardest time not spending literally thousands and thousands of dollars on things for him. And I keep having to remind myself, I like am really... I'm really anxious about training a dog. I have to be honest. I had an old, I can't remember if I talked about this. I think I did talk about it in a past episode, but I had another dog that was like a really kind of hard situation. It was my ex's dog and I got him for Christmas, whatever, blah, 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 long story. But I have a lot of anxiety around training a dog. And so I read all these things about how to be the alpha and blah, blah, blah. And there's like certain things that you like have to be not harsh, but it's just like, you're the one in charge. You eat first. And in my mind, I'm like, I want my burger to eat first. <laughs> That's his name. Um, I want him to eat first. Why would I eat first when he can eat first? But the way you feel, like the way I feel about burger, the way you feel about your pets or your kids or whatever, you want them to have the world. And they could do nothing wrong where you still feel like I want them to have everything, right? And so that's how the universe felt when you were created. You were this person. Of course, it's hard to fathom because there's thousands and thousands and I mean, not even thousands, good, good jillions. Like there's so many people who have been created. But when your soul was born, it was this idea that you should have everything you want. But then we get born into a reality where life sucks and people have it hard and your parents have worked 
for years and years and years to try to create success and they never had it. And so they don't want you to set your hopes on success because because they want you to have everything you want. They don't want you to want for something that maybe you couldn't have. And so it really is just like this spiral of things that have poisoned us, that have poisoned our mindset. But the reality is when you can come back to the fact that you deserve whatever you want for just existing in this moment and for being born. And it's not a entitled energy. It's not a like, oh, I just get it for doing this. It's a knowing of who you are and the things you offer into the world. And when you you know the things you can offer, you're excited to share that with the world. You're excited to do your work. You're excited for your business because you know the change you can help people achieve when you're following your gifts and so when you're attached when you're not attached but when you're committed to that when you're committed to being the best and being the best for your community it makes sense that the universe would give you the best you just have to be open to receiving it okay that is all for now until next time bye